welcome to the 21st edition of the Local Lowdown Podcast. My name is Zach Fishoff, and I am, as always, joined over there by... Danny Shanholzer. All right, thank you very much, Danny, and a very pleasant Friday evening to you. As we are recording this at 10.30 p.m. on Friday, or December the 1st. Happy uh, happy December. Forgot to mention that to you. Uh, can you believe it's already uh, December? I cannot believe it, Zach. Time flies when you're having fun, my friend. Correct. And uh, let's see here. So we got uh, we got pens uh, pens on up here first. Getting right into things. Uh, Danny, your first your thoughts on backtracking a little bit on the now on the uh, pens uh, four uh, three two excuse me loss in overtime to the National Predators on a um, I'm gonna say BS uh, interference non call. Yeah, Zach, um, that game in Nashville was very frustrating to uh, read about. I did not get a chance to watch that game. but And I obviously, from what I've seen uh, and what I've read, I can only imagine, you know, how, how the players were, were feeling. Because, man, oh, man, did we play a – very, very competitive, even game against Nashville. You know, we uh, – the Penguins always have a knack for battling. You know, we always – even when we do lose, it's usually by a close margin, you know, because we, we, we find a way, you know, as, as we're going to talk about here with the Tampa Bay game, which was, which was incredible. Um, but the Penguins usually, find, you know, find a way. And you know they were on their way to doing that. You know they battled um, to to two two at the end at the end of regulation, and then just fourteen seconds into regulation, um, the the Predators score on what looked to be a blatant and missed interference call. You know, and I I I, I on for for on Sidney Crosby, which led which let them get a you know a a, a really Free freeze chance on on Jerry there, and um, you know ultimately you're, you're leaning. That, oh yeah, I gotta stay in the I gotta stay in the middle. <laughs> stay in the camera shot for this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Um. Uh, that, you know. that was a nope. Other way. There yeah, you go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Thank you. Thank you, Zach. Always you're welcome. Me sure, I look I look uh, central and everything like that. Appreciate it. Um. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Penguins Penguins battled, and ultimately because of a missed interference call, uh, came up short, man, which is unfortunate to see, especially because, you know, on road trips, you know, when we kind of, in December, we're getting towards that midway point of the season. Uh, you know, you don't want to leave points, leave points up for grabs. We, we've talked about on this podcast about how, how early, how important the early points are. You got to start racking them up. That was a missed opportunity for the Penguins, based on an issue that's really out of their control. Uh, also, uh, Danny, it appears, and I thought even before the interference, I thought on the entry by um, by Nashville that that uh, that the left winger was a step off sides. I thought that that play should have been whistled immediately, even before the interference happened. So I think that. You know, both the refs and the linesmen both yeah. uh, both missed. It was uh, 
it was not a good night for the men in stripes. And, and, and all night, too, it, it was kind of, you notice one official kind of, kind of taking control, which I would, he was calling everything. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what that was, but, um, but it seemed like that it was, uh, an oddly officiated, um, hockey game. Now, moving toward, moving to, uh, more positive, uh, notes, the, uh, the Penguins, uh, a couple of nights ago, uh, defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning by a score of four to two with not an empty net goal, but a, tri- well, actually it was an empty net goal, but a Tristan Jory goalie goal, the first in, um, excuse me, Penguins history. Uh, Danny, your thoughts on, well, first the, we'll get to goal in a, goalie goal in a second. First, the, how, what changed in, in the first period when the Steelers, or Steelers, excuse me, Penguins played, you know, really, it was abysmal, uh, first 20 minutes of play. And then the second and third period, they scored four unanswered goals, um, in route to that comeback victory. Yeah, Zach. I think the biggest thing, um, to you know that that held the Penguins back, and and the um first period, the first twenty minutes against Tampa, was just their inability to create chances. Man, I mean, I think that Tampa, Tampa, um, one of their you know hallmarks is is just being really um solid on the. I mean, when you got. Andre Vasilevsky as your goaltender, you, you know, odds are pretty good that you're going to, you know, not give up a, not give up a ton of goals. And, you know, their defense was solid and they, you know, we are, are, uh, our, our forwards really couldn't, couldn't get anything going in that, in that first period. And that's why, as you mentioned, Zach, we're down two to nothing, but Zach, what a big turn of events, you know, that that last forty minutes, the Penguins came out, um, and they, sh- you know, they 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 wanted to prove that they could um, co- come back uh, against the Lightning, and come back they did in resounding fashion. I mean, Drew O'Connor getting this started, you know, and Drew O'Connor's a guy that that I like always just want to see more because I know he has the. Definitely has the talent to do that, but we always we've wanted to see you know the third the third line you know pr- produce, and you know Drew O'Connor provided that. Jeff Carter got his first goal in a while. You know Carter is a super experienced guy. That's why Mike Sullivan loves having him. You know he, he he's an experienced pro. Um, and it, I think Jeff Carter is a guy that say what you will about you know his efficientness. Uh, how effective he is sometimes because sometimes he's not very effective. Sometimes he goes in droughts without scoring. But it always seems like when the Penguins need a goal, Jeff Carter somehow, some way, kind of fight, even, you know, being being one of the older, most senior members of this team, uh, he, he sometimes finds a way when the, when the Penguins need him most. And, I mean, Zach, how about that Tristan Jarry goal, man? I mean, yeah. Like obviously, you know, um, like you said, Zach. I mean, that's that's history for the uh, for the Penguins. First first goalie to do it in uh, franchise history. And I thought it was so I thought it was so cool too that after the game, Jari, you know, he was like, "Oh, you know, I don't really practice it. It's no big deal." He like, looks like he practiced that one. 
exactly 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 zach and if i'm dude if i'm in his position i am i am definitely if i did that in an nhl game for the first time in penguins franchise history i would definitely do a bench pass and and fist bump all the boys going i mean like that that yeah and zach i think that you know i think Obviously, him him not doing that, and then him continuing to make a series of really good saves after that shows how much of a pro he is and why he's in that situation. Yeah. And when and when he's healthy, Zach, he can be really good. Yeah. The biggest thing with Jari is just consistency, as we always say. But Zach, I mean, I think having you know a goalie goal like that, you know, having. Uh, score four unanswered goal like that can really be a turning point in the season, don't you think? Yeah. Like I wonder, yeah, it can be. I wonder, are we? I think we might come back to October thirtieth. You know, the last day in our, in, in uh or October no, November thirtieth. I November and and say, remember when we beat the Lightning and and Tristan Jari? You know, scored a scored a goal. I think that's going to re- re- definitely like rejuvenate the group. I mean, we got the Flyers coming up on Saturday, Zach. And I, dude, <laughs> I mean, that's always a, a battle, man. Yeah, no. And, uh, I mean, I'm just excited for the rest of the Penguin season, man. Yeah. I mean, do you have any, like, I, because, and I think, Zach, like, obviously it's an 82-game season and they're going to be out. But I, like, after after that, and I I know it's an empty, it's it was an empty net, but like after you know Jari's a guy that just he had a stellar stellar game against Tampa Bay, and I think a, a lot of times Jari sometimes gets the short end of the stick a little bit, but I think that I can't I honestly and I I don't want to seem so, super you know too confident I don't see the Penguins losing against against. Oh, uh, Philadelphia! After Don't that, that. I mean, what's up? Don't say that. I know, I know, because we 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 have been down this road before, Zach. But I think right. if we can if we can continue to get production from the from the third from the third line, oh, from the fourth, that, that, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, oh, like that's those two lines. That's what that's what like that's what's going to make us a, a. We always say this, Zach. The depth is what's going to make us a deep playoff team. So we got to continue to. Do, I mean. And that's what that's what got us down the stretch in Tampa. You know, Tampa ran out of gas, and we we had a little bit more left in the tank. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I do think that Tampa victory. Well, I will stipulate it. It is only one game. However, sure. I I do think that 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 can be and is a spark for this team um, to turn it around uh, in the future here. So we'll, we'll we will look. Uh, We'll uh, look forward to seeing how that uh, progresses. And now, over to Danny for some pit basketball coverage. Daniel? For sure, Zach. No. Um, and I just, again, I love the, the December-November um, time frame because it's just so many different sports going on. We can pivot directly between hockey and basketball and just and football, it's just a great, uh, great time of year. But yeah, Zach, as you mentioned, buddy, Pitt basketball. You know, uh, Pitt has struggled in their last two uh, 
games against Florida and Missouri. And those are definitely better teams than Pitt played in the opening five games. You know, we scored 100 uh, plus points twice, um, but we can't do that against, uh, um, you know, teams like Missouri and Florida because they're other power power five teams that have similar um, similar players to us. And just the, the biggest thing um, with the Missouri game um, was I think that Missouri just executed better down the stretch, right? I think that, you know, um, Missouri just um, had a little bit more um, than, than Pitt did. Um, and I think that Pitt – what I am super intrigued, and obviously it would be great if the, if the Panthers were were seven and zero right now, heading into undefeated Clemson on on Sunday, a battle of the undefeateds. That's obviously not the case, but um, Pitt, Pitt was down by eight with like three minutes to go, or something like that, and they t- ended up getting the game tied or within two when there was a minute and a half left because Blake Henson and Bub Carrington, Blake Henson had a couple big shots and, you know, guys like Bub Carrington and Ishmael Leggett, you know, came up with really good defensive stops too. So I, I was, that's super encouraging to see, you know, um, just because I, I do, Jeff Cable said he thinks his team's got a chance, you know, uh, a chance to do something special. And I, I think I think we definitely do have that chance. I definitely agree with Coach Capel. The biggest the biggest thing that the Panthers have got to focus on for Florida, I think, is just not getting beat down the floor in transition because that's been a theme for us these past couple games. You know, we've we've kind of um, been slow getting back, and that's kind of burned us. So I would, I mean, I just would would love. Would love, would love, would love to see Jorge and and Guillermo Diaz Graham unlock that that extra gear that they have because I know they have it. You know they they both repeatedly show flashes of brilliance in their games. But but a lot of I mean but but in 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 the Missouri game for example, um, they only had uh, like um, two and five points respectively. You know, um, and I think. You just got to get those guys more more attempts. You you got to get Federico continue to get Federico the, the ball because um, he only had you know three points. So you need production from that big man. So I'm I'm gonna be super. What I'm what I'm gonna be looking for against Clemson is just I want to see production from the big guys. I think because I think if we can do that, we have shot makers around those guys. So if we can continue to rebound the basketball. And not get beat down the floor in transition. I really, really like what I see with this team. But obviously, those are two major areas, and we Pitt has not been able to, you know, find a way to win against the only two Power Five teams that they faced. So I am hoping for the best, but it also, you know, Pitt's got to Pitt's got to improve on some things for sure. But yeah. All right. Now, lastly, we're going to talk about the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They uh, they play the Arizona Cardinals at home uh, on Sunday at uh, 1 p.m. Uh, Danny, get your thoughts on the game and what Steelers need to do to continue their winning ways after defeating um, 
Uh, is it Baltimore? No, Cincy. Cincy, yes, Cincy, sir, yes, sir. Cincinnati, uh, 16 to 10 uh, last week. Yeah, Zach. Um, the Steelers, I think their biggest uh, key to, to uh, victory here is just going to be, you know, can we continue to build on the offensive success of last week? You know, can Kenny Pickett continue to make the right progressions? But Zach, can we score more points in 16? You know, and and Arizona is a team that's, you know, they're 2-10 and 10 at the moment. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're in tank mode here. Um, but, you know, as much as, like, um, you know, as much as the Cardinals are struggling, the Steelers definitely cannot overlook them. And we nope. – and. And we always, you know, tend to play to the level of our opponents. So I would not be surprised if this is a close game. Yeah, even, yeah, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. This could be a top one game. Yeah. yeah, even though we know that we are better, our record shows that than Arizona. You know, who's got only two wins um, through twelve or through yeah, twelve weeks of the season. Um, but Zach, I'm looking for. Um, I want Deontay Johnson to have a really breakout game. You know, I know Pete, the 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 fans have been on Deontay because he's making all this money. You know, he he should be our number one receiver, wide receiver, and he's not. You know, producing like one because of his drops and because of the his liking to running backwards after he makes the catch. But I would I really would like to see Deontay Johnson and Kenny Pickett get on the same page because they have that capability. Both of them are talented and can be talented, especially with this offensive coordinator. I just want to see again from Pickett composure, right? That's what made him so good in college when he was at Pitt. His composure in the pocket. You know, and he's got he got away from that. Well, um, these um, in these last few weeks, but get got on track last week against Cincinnati. Um, and Zach, I, I, I just can, I, I at this present moment cannot see enough of Jalen, Jalen Warren, because he is just the spark plug for the Steelers' offense. Um, so I would love, I would love for him to have a major role, and I mean. Because I think that that opens up Najee Harris too, to be to be effective. But Zach, I mean, I uh, I, I can't really get a gauge as to how this game is going to go because you know, um, Arizona uh, obviously only has two wins, but they have Kyler Murray back, and you know, say what you will about Kyler Murray, but he is. Um, a number one pick for a reason, you know. Um, and any quarterback has the potential to be to be good on any given Sunday. So I think our our defense needs to do a good job in terms of limiting the time that he has to make plays and make sure that he doesn't become a a uh, a rushing threat, you know, because that's that's really what he does. What he does well, um, 
But Zach, I think if I had the, and I'll be curious to obviously hear your thoughts and your score prediction, man. But but if I had to give, give you a score prediction, I would say it is going to be twenty-seven to ten Steelers, and that's giving us a, a large large margin of victory. And I'm hesitant to do that, but I think that the Steelers are just going to take care of business, and it's not it's not going to be the prettiest game under. You know, but the under uh, Mike Tomlin, but the Steelers don't win pretty a nice way. It doesn't all ha- doesn't all end up in a museum, you know. But but somehow we we you're turning into you're turning into Tomlin. Yeah, no, I got all these I got all these Tomlinisms, man. That I'm trying to, I guess you could call them uh you could call them uh local lowdownisms uh or something. No, man. no, <laughs> we're not doing that. Okay, all right. Worth a worth a shot. But but yeah, I'm going I'm going twenty seven ten, Zach. What about you, buddy? Uh okay, well first I will be looking for um George Pickens to have a, a breakout game. He is he was grossly underutilized in this offense under Matthew Canada. Um so I think under new leadership I think he will be used and thrown to more um more uh more frequently. And also for Kenny, I think that he will have a better game this week, building upon uh, the the blocks that he has already uh, he's already set in the ground. Uh, and I think he will he will pass for um, around three hundred ish yards for two. Let's go touchdowns, and I believe that the Steelers will win by a score of thirty five to seven. Yeah, Danny, let's go back. Your, your final thoughts on. On all things successful in this 21st edition of Local Lowdown Podcast. Yeah, for no Zach, um, I'm I'm really uh, looking forward to the Steelers game on Sunday because we, like you said, we have the ability to string together wins. We just got to continue to execute, man. Um, but but yeah, Zach, always always a pleasure doing this with you, man, and appreciate everybody for. Uh, Watching, listening, supporting. All right. Thank you, Andy. That, that, this has been the 21st edition of the Local Auto Podcast. I want to thank uh, Danny for his uh, all his hard work, dedication, and most importantly, his time and effort in uh, making this podcast possible here today. And also myself. I want to thank myself uh, for everything that I've been doing um, internally here to make uh, make things run on the technical side of things here. And uh, also for my great, uh, great sports. Did you like my... Uh, my um building blocks that Kenny's already put me on. I, I that was another Tomlinism you uh, got there, Zach. I like it, buddy. I don't remember him ever saying. All right, but but this has been the 21st edition of Local Podcast. He's Danny. I'm Zach. We'll see you next time right here on the Local Podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs>